I stop being able to see clairvoyant images or I stop seeing things clairvoyantly and the clear senses start to change. I start to feel things in my body. And I just started to feel really, really nauseous, like really nauseous. And then I had a rush of warmth all up my spine. Welcome to Psychic-ish, my name is Lydia and if you're tuning in, you're ready to hear about the psychic abilities I had growing up and how they're developing up until today, which over the past week or two has been pretty fucking rampant. (laughs) I'm I'm having trouble handling it all. I don't know what the fuck's going on, like astrological, sorry mum, just swore twice in like 10 seconds, oopsie, I'll keep a handle on that for the rest of the episode. So I had a bit of a rough day at work yesterday and I came home afterwards and had a little cry. I didn't let myself cry at work. I didn't let anyone there see that I was upset or I hope I covered it up well enough. My face really gives away my feelings, so I probably didn't. But I am telling myself today that I'm not going to talk about anything that can make me cry. Because I feel like in the last like six episodes I've cried every time. So hopefully with what I'm about to talk about today, which is just... Yesterday, I did a little mind hat session, didn't ask for anyone specific to come through, and an energy came through with lots of messages, and she was really strong. So I'm just going to tell you about what I experienced there. But before I get into that, I've promised now that in the beginning of each episode, I'll share something new that's developed over the past week or two weeks, and... (laughs) I have to pick from about 12 things, I'm not even lying, like I should be probably recording about three episodes today, but I'm not, I'm going to stick to the one, because time is precious, but, oh, so, <laughs> sorry, I just have to take off these noise cancelling headphones, I I put noise cancelling headphones on because my boyfriend was stomping around and watching TV and stuff, and it was making me really grumpy, and I didn't want to hear it, but it just means I can't really hear what I'm saying, so it's really distracting, so I just had to take them off. But two weeks ago now, I went on a little bike ride, and typically where we live, there's a lake really close by, and so usually I go and just go to that lake and, you know, maybe meditate or try and just have some calm time before I go to work, some me time, and... I went and I was like, you know what, I'm going to ride to the other side of the lake and just go right around, see what's going on, because I hadn't explored that area yet. Anyway, I get going and I get to the other side of the lake and I'm like, okay, cool, this is beautiful, like it was gorgeous. I'll put some photos up on on my Instagram just to show you, but I get all right around the side and I get to the part where I typically just go and sit as I said and relax and take in the view before work and I hit like massive construction signs and I was like you know what it's really quiet here like we live in Whistler construction signs are up but people are rarely ever around so I was like okay I'm just gonna be sneaky and like still go through because I was only about 
five minutes away from home at this point and I'd been biking for about 35 to 40 minutes and I kind of get through this car park and there's this big sign that's like no trespassing trespassers will be prosecuted and I'm just like why is there construction going on at a lake like what can you construct at a lake (laughs) I'm not too sure anyway so I keep going and then I see like 10 big construction workers and I'm just like okay god no I'm actually gonna have to turn around now and not trespass because (laughs) it's North America I don't want to get sued (laughs) and so I turn around and holy fuck sorry I can just see on my wall the biggest mosquito I've ever seen in my life it looks like a daddy long legs but it's a mosquito I can see its little bloodsucker nose thing Okay, so I take off the distraction of the headphones and now I've got the distraction of the mosquito. I'm just going to keep my eyes on it because they've now, like I know I've said a wee while ago that they're really relentless this year. I have to wear pants and socks and long sleeves if I'm at my house or if I'm inside even because they will come and bite you. And the other night, like they've started biting us through our clothes. So the other night I was wearing jeans and I got bitten through my jeans. Like it's just crazy. And it's like 25 degrees. So it's really warm. There's a lot going on. Um, but where was I? Uh, okay. So I turn around and I'm just like, you know what? I've just been biking for 40 minutes. I'm not going to go back the way I came. I'll just follow these rerouting signs and follow the detour make my way home. I'm only five minutes away from home. I've never biked on like the main road to get home. I always bike through the little valley trail, which just is really beautiful. It just goes through all the neighborhoods in Whistler. So you don't have to bike on the main road. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? How long could this take? 10 minutes? (laughs) Anyway, I start biking for no joke, like two minutes two minutes and I start biking up this hill like you can still see the lake behind me and the access I was trying to go down and I come across this sign and it's like detour ahead and then the sign after that about 10 meters after just says Whistler Cemetery I didn't even know Whistler had a cemetery. I didn't even know. Like, we're such a small town. I thought I'd seen every road here in and out. Like, we're tiny here. It's a tourist town. But once you go out of the tourist village, like, there's not much, you know, unless you want to go on hikes and stuff or explore or whatever, like, activity-wise. There's not much. Like, I never knew we had a cemetery. We don't have enough infrastructure for there to be a cemetery. Like, we don't even have office buildings here. Like, it's just crazy. Anyway, it makes sense. People live, people die, people need to be buried. Um, <laughs> I come across this sign and I get out my phone to take a video because I'm just like, this is just crazy. Like, there's no way I'm being rerouted past a cemetery I didn't even know existed <laughs> so I take a little video there's cars zooming past me and um I'm just like okay taking my video got the evidence of what the fuck's going on I'm gonna get on my memory my mimi I'm gonna get on my merry way I'm gonna go home and I start biking and it's tough because I'm like halfway up a hill and I don't know if you've biked much but like 
it's really hard to get going if you're already on an incline. So I'm like sitting there struggling away, trying to push off with the ground and just try and boost myself up so that I can like get some momentum to keep going up this hill. Meanwhile, yep, more cars are going past. And I just get going for a few little cycles, a few little leg circles. And I hear clairaudiently voices say, we led you here. Unconscious right now. And I just stopped again and I was like, what the fuck? And I'd just, so like, oh no, these shivers are actually insane right now. They're all up my legs. I say that every time, but every time I get shivers is just shocking to me. Um, But when I'd gotten back and like got my momentum going, I'd just past the sign for Whistler Cemetery. So it was like a blue sign on the side of the road, like a road sign almost that said Whistler Cemetery. And then I looked to the left and it's just the big, um, big entranceway to it. Like there's a big arch that says Whistler Cemetery, which I hadn't actually seen before when I'd taken the video and stopped because it was covered by trees. <sighs> so I stop and I... Oh, no, 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 I don't stop. (laughs) I keep going. I keep riding. There's no way in hell I'm stopping at this point because I'm just like, what on earth? Like, there's no way I'm going anywhere near that cemetery right now. Like, get me out of here. And I'm getting shivers before I even say it. I bike for about five more seconds. Oh, my God, the shivers are getting worse. Five more seconds. And... I hear the voices saying, don't you want to come and talk to us? <laughs> and I tell, I tell you what, I've never biked so fast in my life. And this is uphill. So I was just like bounding up this hill. I was so sore when I got home. And the detour was not like five or ten minutes. It took me another 35 minutes to get home. <laughs> So that's the most recent thing that happened. I put that little video up on TikTok and it actually got, I think it got a few viewers and people are commenting away being like, how did you not know there was a cemetery where you live and just all these sorts of things. But then a few comments were from people that live in Whistler and they're just like, we have a cemetery here? I never knew. (laughs) And then there was one person that commented being like, oh my gosh, have you been in there? It's the creepiest cemetery. Because apparently they said that it's not like a typical graveyard because it's in a forest. It's like there's just little graves kind of intertwined between all these different trees and it's really dark in there. Anyway, this is scaring me a little bit, so I'm not going to talk about it anymore. But yeah, that's the most recent thing that happened for me. Well, it's actually not the most recent, but it's it's one thing that's recently happened. God, I really do need to talk about the other stuff. Um, I might have to record again in the next few days because, yeah, I don't know what's going on, honestly. I did take a walk the other night under the moon. (laughs) It was like, there's a full moon coming up. And I'd just gotten back to Whistler from Vancouver. I'd taken the bus on my own for the day. It was my day off. And I got so car sick on the way back and I got home at around 10.30 and I just needed to walk it off. So I like walked around the block in the dark, like the only light here is the moon. And I was just like, 
wonder if this affects psychic abilities right now because I yeah I just wonder that sort of stuff and it's kind of been ever since then that <laughs> that new little things have started happening but um who knows we'll see I can hear the boyfriend's out of the shower and is like walking around the lounge and stuff so I'm just gonna put my noise cancelling headphones back on so I can't really hear what I'm saying so I just hope that I'm making sense <laughs> it's really hard to talk when you can't hear yourself because like I don't know I know a lot of the time I have trouble articulating what I want to say so now I'm nervous that I'm not going to be able to say all this well but Hey, I hope you understand. <laughs> Please give me a little bit of grace. <laughs> so I think it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> it'd be pretty nice. <laughs> you're listening to Psychic Ish this week. Put it on your Instagram story. Show us where you're listening. Show us. Show me where you're listening. Sorry, I'm laughing at us because I'm like, yeah, show me and like all the spirits around me where you're listening. <laughs> and whoever shares it will go in the drawer and I'll give a free single question reading. So I know I don't talk about the readings that I offer at all on here just because it was just so bizarre when I started feeling called to do it. Um and it's still, did you just hear Daniel cough? I did through my noise cancelling headphones. <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Oh no, I just know that it was really a really big switch when I went from feeling very uncomfortable doing readings to starting to feel comfortable doing them and like wanting to help people that need it. So if you go through and share that, I've got a few different offerings that I have on my website I mean go check them out for yourself if you want psychicish.com but I have like more intensive readings and then I have briefer readings and they kind of go in a scale of intensity so I can like tune into energy and do like distance healing do a face-to-face -face psychic reading for you or I can do an automatic writing channeling an intensive one for 45 minutes funnily enough they're actually my favorite type of reading to do because a lot comes through it's really weird like you'd think that would happen with face to face which it does because I mean you've got someone in front of you you can continue a conversation and things like that between yourself and the energy that comes through but with the automatic writing like they're really accurate and sometimes I can't understand what's being said but it makes sense in future. So I don't know. Uh, they're just my favorite. They kind of blow me away sometimes. And then I have a single question offering, which is kind of like an automatic writing, but really condensed just to one question and one paragraph. And then I can also answer like yes or no questions, but it's the single question offering that I want to give away. So if you have a question that you've kind of been thinking about and you want to know what your guides or higher self or whatever energy is looking over you right now has to say about it, put wherever you're listening to the episode on your Instagram and I'll pick someone randomly and offer it to you. So, yeah. <laughs> How do people on normal podcasts say that so nonchalantly? Like, I found that really difficult. Um... <laughs> 
I'm not really feeling myself today. Okay, so I sat down a few days ago just to invite any energy in solely because I haven't really haven't done that in a while because I've been starting to do these readings like in my spare time those are the readings I'm doing so I've gone from like the only kind of intense spiritual conversations or visitations or whatever that I was having I've gone from those just being from me sitting in my room letting whoever needed to come through come through to me sitting having someone in front of me and trying to connect to who they want to come through so I don't know I absolutely love doing both but I've always thought that like my abilities have kind of been given to me to help spirits that need healing from the traumatic ways that they've passed on so I don't know I honestly just felt like a little selfish which sounds weird but I felt like I hadn't really connected to anyone in that sense in a really long time just because I hadn't had the spare time you know so I just wanted to sit down and see what was going to come through like I don't put any pressure on it there's no pressure there's no like need for anyone to come through but I just open everything up just in case and it's really funny because I was sitting outside and I was meditating in the sun because I was trying to get a tan and I was like you know what I'm just going to open up out here and I started undoing my little mind hat and I was just about to visualize walking up seven stairs and just seeing if anyone was waiting there to talk to me and my landlord comes outside about five to ten meters away from me with another person and they just start having a full-on conversation and Canadians allowed you know so they were just having this like jolly conversation And I was sitting there and I was like, okay, I've just opened up my mind hat. Do I continue just trying to tune in and try and tune the conversation out or do I move inside? And I started getting frustrated and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to move inside. And I came in and I heard, I think, I think it's one of my guides. I think her name's Emma, the one that comes through when I'm doing readings and stuff is kind of like a translator um oh I don't know how I've talked about that yet I feel like I talked about that on like the one YouTube video I put up but anyway I have a guide that introduced herself to me a wee while ago as a little translator so if I'm ever struggling in a reading or if I'm just not feeling sure about something I can kind of telepathically chat with her and she comes through and tells me what's going on she's kind of like a little tutor anyway I was just sitting down and I hear her voice say never do this outside this is a lesson you're never meant to do this outside and I just understood I guess that if I do kind of open up my little mind hat outside maybe that just makes myself too open for any kind of energy to come through you know especially if you're in a public place and energy kind of stays around from whoever's been there before you I don't know she just made it clear that I should be doing this in my bedroom so I was like all right maybe that's just the lesson I needed to learn today and I wondered if I needed to open my mind hat again because I was in a new space and she said no you're already open just keep going so keep going I visualized the seven steps 
and walked up them. And now I think I imagine a door at the top of the steps as well, because I don't know why that seems to make things a bit clearer for me, but hey, if it works, it works. So I open this door and the first thing I see is like a really gorgeous garden outdoor area. Like it was glistening. There was running water. So there was either like a stream. Yeah, it must have been a stream. And it was sunny and there was all this foliage. And I don't know, it was just, it was almost like what you would imagine heaven to look like, you know? And I can't lie, like every now and again, if I've chatted with my spirit guides or something, sometimes there has been a garden that I can see. So at this point, I just thought, okay, well, you know, maybe a spirit guide's going to be here. We're just going to have a little chat. And then I see an older woman. She's not elderly, but she is older. So I want to say she's in her late 60s or early 70s. It didn't feel like... It didn't feel like she'd lived her whole life, if you know what I mean. Like she probably still had maybe a good 10 years left to live. Um, That's a really weird way of describing someone's age. I'm sorry. It feels really insensitive that she was there and I just heard her say, this was our place. And so I'm like, okay, I'm being shown (laughs) someone's really special place that they shared with another person or a loved one. I wrote down some notes after this little reading, so I might have to refer to them at some point if my memory doesn't serve well. But after she told me it was their place, she said it's where she is now. And then I see a bench and I hear the name Tony clear audiently. So I can't remember if it was her voice saying Tony or if I just had the word Tony come through but then I start seeing her sitting next to Tony and I just know that it feels like she's passed and he's still alive and then the visuals start to change and I see him sitting on their bench looking at the view on his own and him imagining kissing her on the lips and then I see her kissing him back so I don't know, the vibe I got from that is that this place, wherever this bench is, I'm starting at shivers, is a place that they shared together and that Tony still visits this place and he imagines that this woman is there with him and he imagines kissing her and when he imagines that she's there with him and she kisses him back. She starts to show me that she's embracing someone, like bringing them in for a big hug. And then while she's hugging them, she does like a little jig from side to side. I'll video it for the question box. But yeah, she's just kind of jigging them from side to side. And then I see a big symbol of a smiley face, which to me, if a spirit ever shows me a specific symbol, I kind of relate to that, like whatever emotion I feel like that invokes in me so I understand that to mean that she's happy you know she's happy then the tone starts to change a little bit um she just starts knocking on her heart like knocking on it really hard and as she does that I see an image of 
my auntie from when she was quite young and seeing her face like I didn't get the feeling that these two people were related I just got the feeling that my auntie shared the same name as this lady and my auntie's name is Margaret so as this was kind of making sense in my head I say Margaret and she corrects me and she says it's Marg and then she says Tony and Marg So while she's kind of shown me like all this love and all this light in this beautiful place so far, she starts to show me how she passed. Um, I see Tony and Marg in a car and I suspect that there's maybe an impact. Um, I stop being able to see clairvoyant images or I stop seeing things clairvoyantly and the clear senses start to change I start to feel things in my body and I just started to feel really really nauseous like really nauseous and then I had a rush of warmth all up my spine and then after that my arms just felt really really light told myself I wasn't gonna cry this episode hey I don't know what I put myself into ah is there like is there any world where I can record an episode and not cry sorry I'm just feeling like a lot of um a lot of grief and loss in my heart at the moment and it's because I just read the next point and what I recall from what happened and that was that I saw Tony cradling Mark perhaps on the road. So I see that, I feel, I feel that, I see that image and then that changes. I just see Marg sitting on a seat. I think she's wearing a really long skirt, like almost to her ankles and some kind of cardigan or jumper or something. Um, but she's sitting on a seat now And she just tells me directly that she's ready to talk. She just keeps saying, Tony, Tony, I'm ready to talk now. Tony, Tony, I'm ready to talk now. As I remember this, I think she had an accent from the UK. I don't want to say she was British when maybe she was Irish or Welsh or something, you know, but it seemed like she had a British accent when she was talking. After she says that... That's when my timer for the little session goes off. So I I start to wrap things up. I thank her for coming through. I kind of hope that maybe Marg uh, has some family member that might one day end up hearing about this episode and listening to it and might have a connection to her so that we can meet everyone up and maybe start the conversation that she wants to have with Tony. I, I get the feeling that he's a bit older and might not be able to work with technology. So I'm hoping that she came through to kind of connect to a future listener, maybe maybe a child or grandchild. As I sort of tune out, I just hear Emma, that little spirit guide, tell me to just really sit quietly and pay attention to what I'm feeling so I think that like these feelings of what people may have experienced at some point I get the feeling that that might start to develop but 
if I'm focusing on all the imagery and what I'm hearing at the time, then that might get overlooked. So I'm just hearing that like, I just need to take a little bit more time, be a little bit more patient and just kind of allow the messages to come through rather than just focusing on one thing and trying to get more information clairvoyantly or clairaudiently. Like just let the messages come to me instead of trying to force more information. Anyway, I go to the bathroom afterwards and I start getting ready for my day so I start doing my skincare routine and I'm washing my face and I'm kind of looking at myself in the mirror and I don't know what it is about that little routine like or about looking in the mirror looking at my reflection but quite often I'll get messages come through that way or I'll get some more clarification about whatever I've experienced that day it's really strange. I, I kind of want to uh, research that a little bit more and see if there's something more to it. Like if there's something to looking at yourself in the eyes or something like that and that allowing more information to come through. It, it makes sense, but I don't know if it makes enough sense for me to understand it at this point. But as I'm reflecting, I have some more imagery come through and... I see them both in the car. I see that Marg's in the passenger seat on the left-hand side. So that would tell me that I don't think she lived in North America. I don't think that wherever she lived, they drove on the right-hand side of the road because she was definitely on the left-hand side of the car. And what what I initially thought, like I initially thought the knocking on the heart was... Marg telling me like that's how she left this earth you know but as I'm sort of washing my face I just get the feeling that that was more to do with Tony and I just I don't know I just get this weird feeling that maybe he had a heart attack while driving which caused a crash and I was just kind of left with like the image of a deflated airbag from a car you know (laughs) but that's where everything kind of (laughs) stopped and now I'm just hopeful as I said earlier that maybe someone close to Marg or Tony oh it's so awful because like I really want someone related to them to be listening to this so that we can connect you know but I'm also very aware that the information that came through It was so graphic and now I feel extremely guilty for even sharing that information. So I don't really know where I sit with this. Um, It's hard, right? Like I want to share what goes on and it would feel like a lie by omission if I say what happens and then leave some details out because one of those little details might be the one point that someone hears and thinks, okay, this information isn't all a coincidence. This is my grandparent, you know, it's hard. It's like, I feel like I have to give all the information that comes through to me. But then when you're dealing with the energy of people that have passed away, when you're dealing with spirits, it's not, it's not comfortable information to provide. So I don't really know where I sit with this. And it's giving me a lot to think about in my own readings And if I do choose to share any more sort of 
energies that come through in my own private meditations in future because I feel this real need to connect these people you know but then I also don't want to hurt anyone in the process so this is a real learning point for me and I don't know I'm just really grateful I feel like in that little session I already had so many lessons from it and then now reflecting on it again I'm learning another lesson so I'm grateful for that as well you know like if I wasn't talking about this right now I have no one else to talk about this with so I wouldn't be connecting these dots and I wouldn't be learning again from the experience. So, oh, this is rough. I don't know if there will ever be a time where I'll feel comfortable giving information and not feel like I shared too much or gave information that would be painful to hear. So I really do apologise. I guess it, it's just... Um, I guess at the time when I'm presented with these situations in future, I guess I just have to make a judgment call as to what's more important in the moment, whether I need to give detailed information so that people can identify their person or if I keep it to myself and those connections don't end up being made. That's a tough call because I'm saying this right now and I'm thinking about whether I even release this, you know. I, I am seeing Mark, I am seeing her nod, and she's being very kind, like I can just feel her kindness saying, you know, you can put this forward, you can share this. I understand for you, but what about for your family members that listen? She's just saying they'll be okay, they'll want to hear from me. Okay, alright then, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to let Marg make this decision. She's saying that's okay. Okay, Marg, that's up to you. I'll... I'm sorry. I'm just really uncomfortable with this. This is the hard thing when you share what you're learning. It's like, I don't like to make mistakes. And I said in the beginning of the episode that I had a rough day at work yesterday and it's because I made a few mistakes. And I really hold myself in such a regard that I feel like... I'm so capable of whatever I do, except when it comes to psychic stuff, that I shouldn't make mistakes. Like I hold myself to a standard of never making mistakes. And it's just hard sharing a learning process when you have a bit of a shtick where you don't want to make mistakes at all. I feel like if I share something that I might regret, that that's a mistake. I don't even know if that makes sense. I'm just talking to myself right now. I stopped talking to you guys. I just started talking to myself. Anyway, thanks for being here. <sighs> that feels heavy. I feel a real heaviness in my heart right now. Like usually at the end of an episode, I'll feel like some kind of relief, but I just feel quite heavy. So thank you for listening to me. As I said before, like I don't have anyone else to talk to about this. I really do appreciate you coming through and listening. Like I can see the listenership numbers on my end. Like I know that you are listening. So thank you for coming back and hearing my little stories. So I want to give back to you. <laughs> so make sure to share where you're listening and 
I'll gift a listener a single question reading and I'll connect with you through your DMs. Oh, I'm starting to get a lot of anxiety. I might have to sit with this. Anyway, <laughs> that's not a you problem, it's a me problem. So <laughs> I'll have a question box up on my Instagram at psychicish podcast tomorrow. See you in two weeks. I'm looking forward to it already. <laughs> um, oh, best of luck getting sleep tonight. Oh, better, best of luck getting to sleep tonight. What do I usually say? Best of luck getting to sleep tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Bye.